Welcome to Torah Simacha for Parshas Vayachi. There's so much to learn in this Parsha, and I encourage anyone who has time to look on the Torah Simacha website for previous year's messages about the Brachos and Menasha and Ephraim, as well as the written post and video I put up this week. Because what I want to talk about today is something totally different than Yaakov's Brachos to his children, which is the usual theme of Parsha's Vayachi. In the beginning of the Parsha, Yaakov Avinu asks Yosef to swear to him that he will not bury him in Egypt, but will instead bring Yaakov's body to Eretz Canaan for burial. Yosef responds right away, as we would expect, Vayomar, Anochi Yosef said, I will do as you have spoken. But that was not enough for Yaakov, who insisted, he shavali, swear to me, which Yosef then did. Funnily enough, after giving brachos to all of his children, Yaakov also asks all of them to bury him in Eretz Canaan. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that's in the field of Ephron Hachiti. Here, though, when speaking to all 12 of his sons, Yaakov does not insist on an oath. It's enough that he just asks the sons to do it. We actually don't even have the Torah recording that they say back, sure, we'll do it. It's enough that, Yosef, that Yaakov requested it. What's going on here? Why the oath with Yosef and not for everyone else? The Mepharshim give us the subtext. Yaakov knew that for all of his children, even Yosef, a simple request was enough to guarantee they would fulfill his wishes. He knew them to all be principled men, honest men, and he could count on them to do as he asked without any oath at all. The problem was that Yosef was not just Yaakov's son, he was also a political leader in Egypt. And Yaakov was very suspicious that the Egyptian government would not want to give permission for Yaakov to be buried outside Egypt. So in order to make sure the Egyptian king and officers would permit him to be buried in Arasa Machpelah, Yaakov required Yosef to swear to do it, not because he didn't trust Yosef's word, but because he knew the Egyptians wouldn't honor a man's word alone. The only way they would let him go is if Yosef had sworn to do it. And sure enough, when the time came, Yosef asked for permission to bury his father in Eretz Canaan by saying, My father made me swear to do this. And Paro answered, And Paro said, Go up, you can bury your father as he made you promise on oath. Rashi says, Just as Yaakov thought, Paro did not want to let him go. But ultimately, you made an oath, and the only reason I'm going to let you go is that it's in my best interest that you honor your oaths, those to your father and the one that you made to, to me, to Paro. A tzaddik's word is his bond, without necessitating any promises or oaths. The very fact that an oath was necessary here demonstrates to us the degenerative nature of the Egyptian government. How is it relevant to us? A child needs to know that they can trust their parents' statements. When a child trusts that their parents will stand by what they say at all times, there is no need for promises. This is vitally important, both for the parent-child relationship and for the trust and relationship between the child and Hashem, which ultimately is a reflection of the trust they first learned to have in their parents. It's worth investing time and effort into establishing your trustworthiness when your children are little. It's so much easier then. If when you say bedtime is in 10 minutes, and it actually follows in 10 minutes, night after night after night, your children are learning you are trustworthy. Your word is your bond. 
That's why I encourage mothers to be very careful before making rules and pronouncements. We want to make very sure we've thought carefully before we announce a rule or make a commitment. Are we ready to back this all the way, every time? Are we sure we can do what we say we will? If not, it's better to say simply, I will try or I hope to do this, rather than to make a commitment we won't honor. When families or organizations or schools have rules that are not consistently enforced, the message they inadvertently give is, you cannot trust us. But when parents and leaders are wary of making pronouncements and only say what they truly mean and are committed to fulfilling their word, then trust is built. And trust is the bedrock, the foundation of the relationships we're trying to build. The fact that Yosef had to swear, the times that we feel compelled to promise our kids something, those are very inferior, bidi eved situations. We strive to be people of our word, people whose words matter, and mothers whose children trust everything we say. Have a wonderful day and a good Shabbos.